This is Shelby Lopez, and you're listening to On the Backburner Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Tacos and Tiro, a Kiwana food truck owned and operated by Shelby and Duva Lopez. Food and Fortune, Tacos and Tiro offer authentic tacos, tortas, quesadillas, homemade salsa, and tarot card readings by request. So for the third edition, we did... Um, what does it mean to support local? And it was all about loving the community, you know, Fulton County in general and Rochester. And just, you know, so many people want to move, you know, far away. And that's great. You know, I moved away and I came back. And like a lot of people, you know, want to explore. I certainly want to travel, but it's just about loving where you plant your roots, you know. And that really made me embrace community more than I, I ever thought. The opening page started out once again with another incredible photo by Ed Jenkins. I believe that um, Ed and Jessica had went on a walk over at Mill Creek Golf Course, I remember, and he had taken the picture, and she was like, dude, look at the water. So that was the opening. The index had a photo of the original fencing that had been around the courthouse that's now around... um, the park downtown in Rochester. What is that park's name? Of course, I'd forget right now. But I, the Centennial, it's where the Centennial Towers used to be. And uh, that just, it really symbolizes Rochester because there's pictures of it back in like the 1800s, you know, the late 1800s um, when they had first had the courthouse and people were gathered around with their horses. And then later it had been taken to the the county farm or I think it was either like it was like a county farm or orphanage. I think it was a county farm that were people almost like a homeless shelter back in the day, and it had been around that. So it had some, you know, for new beginnings, but also some. I feel like almost like tragedy or you know a tragic middle. So the fact that it had been placed, you know, downtown Rochester again, kind of you know was like the rainbow after the rain. So this edition once again was focused on uh rochester so i had went it was like cold i remember it was like winter time and i went downtown and i'm like okay i'm gonna get all the iconic places in rochester you know something that just screams fulton county on this time um they had just put the benches up in uh downtown rochester you know and it, it says rochester on it. it has like a little silhouette of the courthouse and i just thought I have to get a shot of this, you know, just, I had a vision and it, it took a lot of pictures actually, cause you had to get it just right. Otherwise it blocked out a letter and you couldn't quite see what it was. So it took a lot of pictures, but that ended up being the cover for this, this, um, edition. Brian put a huge hand in this with his writing and it just screams, you know, Brian Walsh on the pages when you read it. But, um, yeah, he put, uh, he put a lot of time and work into this and we really appreciated all the hard work and dedication that he he brought to the table once again with this edition. I remember for ads like this one I remember going around to different places like I remember the streamliner in particular I had asked for ads but you know I was really pushing the community and like um Townsend's uh the Rochester meat and deli also I'm just really pushing community when I'm doing these ads because it really I mean essentially it was just about building our community up this whole thing is about loving where we're at yes it's nice to travel but you know where we're from you can't get anything like that you know like it is your hometown and embracing you know your roots I just feel like Recently, in the past few years, the town has really started to thrive and come back with a lot of charisma and a lot of personality. And it's our job 
as uh, people that live here, you know, to keep that personality and to, you know, keep supporting these businesses. Jessica's roots go all the way back to, you know, like the 1800s, you know, the pioneer time, the, her like great, great, whatever grandpa was the first doctor, you know, and Schaefer Medical Clinic is named after that. So she had a lot of passion and drive behind this because of that. I I could feel it. She didn't have to say it. I could feel it. But like, you know, I love the community as well, even though my family had been from Kokomo, you know, um, and Indianapolis and from Crawfordsville, you know, it still is the place where I grew up. In the magazine, we covered um, transforming the times, you know, and the Times Theater and how they're trying to, you know, the, the board is trying to keep it all together and the history of the theater. I remember going to the movies there, you know, back when I was a kid and, you know, come to find out, it opened in the 20s, you know, and they're still having it go. And maybe it won't be the movie theater they remembered, but it's still going to be a place where people gather and, you know, just come together to see art. Basically, that's what a movie theater is, right? So that's what we kind of wanted to highlight. I love the keyhole picture uh, Julie Sutton did. Um, it was a whole page on page 15, but that was kind of iconic. Retro, rustic type. We also, in this edition, we featured several um, old photos, which included, you know, old pictures at the Times Theater or Charbel. You know, the original 1924 opening it was Charbel, and they had switched over names. And also, even the back... Um, was a picture of Richard Nixon, you know, the old president that going down Main Street in Rochester. So there's a lot of history and, you know, foundation to this. Around this time, the record farm had opened up a little shop where now Jessica runs the store, uh, the Native Nook, but she had been working for the record farm. The record farm, um, now they've went even farther. They did, they went from two locations, one in Logansport and one in Rochester to bonus pints where it's like an arcade and bar and record store. So, I mean, they've really, they've really blossomed as well. Of course, this was all about featuring local, you know, so we couldn't leave out the restaurants. Um, I remember uncorked we had featured and I just was like uncorking culture in Rochester because it's a Cuban place, you know, and it's a great little, just the vibe is so artistic and authentic and it it was a lot of fun doing pictures there and also getting that interview of how their little their little place started from, you know, having big dreams in Florida of owning a restaurant to coming here and actually doing it. Mind you, okay, so this magazine came smack dab right in the middle of the pandemic starting. So there was a lot of chaos and we had we had featured uh Putz Bar and Girl and I remember going in there and it was like right around the shutdown time and Monica was working her butt off. She had just bought the bar and, you know, she's going on two years now, you know, this month is her two year anniversary and it's just, she has had a heck of a road, but, um, she did it and she's still doing it and she's still running putts bar and girl, but it was just kind of a awesome feature to be able to do, you know, one of, and she's one of my best friends, you know, she was in my wedding. So to feature one of my best friends as, you know, a predominant business owner in Rochester, just, it made me, it made my heart happy. <laughs> we also featured predominant people, you know, um, the Rochester Downtown Partnership was featured, you know, for how they built up the community and basically, you know, like the Boo Fest and all that, all that fun stuff, you know, um, that really give our community some culture, give our community some, you know, sense of community and bring us all together. The libraries feature, you know, People take it for granted, you know, we just assume, you know, every town has a library, but it, it's really such a great resource and, you know, really a center of a community. 
the maker movement um, was a feature in the community and how that can build up, you know, like things like I know my brother in Columbus, Ohio, he he participated in a makerspace, you know, when he was in college and you can probably find one at Purdue or, you know, Notre Dame or, you know, the bigger cities where the college campuses are. But around Rochester, it's kind of hard to find. So it's really cool that the the Round Barn uh, Lab is trying to provide that for our community. Local shops and services as well, you know, like places like Chameleon's Closet, you know, um, Jackie at Tidewater tax place, you know, that's been there forever, the iconic Rochester businesses. Our huge, huge emphasis on this was, you know, paying it forward and focusing on the local local businesses and not the big box stuff and, you know, building up our community. There's a huge uh, picture that was provided by Dave Fincher, you know, from the 1800s of people just downtown in the same spots right in front of Jackie's and Nikki's creative hair designs. And, you know, just we have to keep this town alive. And by keeping this town alive, we don't just mean, you know, the thriving members of the community. It's also, you know, the people that that can struggle sometimes. And um, Jessica had the idea of featuring Fulton County Hope because, you know, everybody has their ups and downs. And when people are down, it's not about, you know, kicking them to the curve, turning a blind eye. It's about putting your hand out and um, humanizing, you know, those that are down because kicking them when they're down, you know, that's not going to do anything. You know, we have to... We have to build up our community, and that includes the ones that are struggling. So that was kind of a interesting feature and, you know, some hope for, for humanity, too. Of course, hope for humanity. We can't, you know, leave out the recycling center. So that was a feature as well. And just how, you know, you know we don't have, like, um, curbside pickup anymore, but people are still going out of their way to, you know, make this world a better place because, you know, essentially, you know, our community builds our world. So just clean up after one another, look out for one another, and it's the little things that matter. The Outlet Youth Center in Rochester, you know, has has not went away. It's still in the same place, and I had the honor of, you know, capturing some moments when they were putting it together, like, from the start. They were just literally, like, building it, and, you know, we kind of told their story of how they wanted to make this place a community, not just for, you know, the adults, for the kids, too, that need something to do, you know, for, once again, kids that maybe need a little extra help or, hey, need help with their homework, even, or just a place to hang out. Like I said, for small towns, sometimes kids get bored and that's when they get in trouble. So the the outlet youth center um, kind of provides that guidance for the ones that don't have guidance or for the ones that just want to socialize. The Fulton County Animal Center... Um, gives a little extra help to our furry friends in need, you know, and just all that they do, all the volunteer work that they do, they go above and beyond to take care of these uh, local animals and uh, cats, dogs, you name it, that just just need help in a home. And they provide that for them until, you know, until they can find something that, that is more long lasting. You know, this edition, once again, it just really made me appreciate my community. I know personally, like, that sounds so cheesy, but it did. It made me realize, you know, Rochester is great, you know, and, and sometimes it's hard to find, you know, the, the artists and the quirky people in the community, but they're there. And um, not just them, but it's the quirky and, you know, the the random different types of people that make this community a whole. And it's about embracing all their u- unique traits as a community. Jessica, Brian, Bryn, uh, Andrea, and Justin, they did a great job on this magazine, and I was really honored that the next one um, 
was a completely different twist. You know, it's almost like American Horror Story where all these all these additions or episodes, whatever you want to call them, um, all these additions are, are different, but they all have that creative, unique twist. This phone, and you take it to the elevator, and you pull it on the scale with the last load of corn. This phone, pull around to the dogen. Then you open the gate with the last load of corn. This fall, pull back on the scale and get the ticket from the man with the last load of corn. This fall. This fall, 